Welcome to Flourish. I'm Diane Planodent, and you are in the right place if you're ready to create an inspired life. We are here today to talk about the laws of human nature, written by Robert Greene. And the next chapter is absolutely fantastic. Last week, I spoke of the law of fickleness. It helps you become the true leader that you really are. And this week is the law of aggression. But I'm going to focus on the positive aspects of it because we want to send positive vibes out to the future, don't we? Okay, so let's get started. Green says, on the surface, the people around you appear so polite and civilized, but beneath the mask, they are inevitably dealing with frustrations. They need to influence people and gain power over circumstances, feeling blocked in their endeavors. They often try to assert themselves in manipulative ways that catch you by surprise. Has that ever happened to you? <laughs> Do you think someone was on your side, on your team, and then kaboom, surprise? They weren't. They were not being the genuine person you, you thought they were being. And those people are toxic. You need to get them out of your life. They are not going to change. But you can choose who you acquaint with. Why would you care? Well, those are the type of people, oh, they like to be intimidating. They like to be a bully. Mm -hmm. So become an excellent observer of other people and really see through that facade. And the reason you need to do this besides just, you know, taking care of yourself is that when people have negative, angry aggression towards someone, when you are on the receiving end of the stick, well, it actually makes you weaker. It brings you down and it makes you weaker if you do nothing because now you're under stress. And when you're under stress, you can't think, you can't create. Sometimes you can't even talk. It's difficult to stand up to someone. But we're going to discuss today some ideas on how you can gradually build that stamina. And the three tips come from Robert Greene's book. And it's really about how to tame your own aggressive energy, because we all have it. We are all human. And then channel, channel that anger for good, for productive purposes. Relentless energy, being ambitious and jumping in with both feet can be a good thing. So what is the first step? Well, let's first talk about what is anger. What is anger? Well, it's natural. It's inside of us all. We are babies. We're angry when we want food. We're angry when we want attention. And over time, we learn to curb that anger. And when, when you don't, you're letting your emotions get the best of you. And that can lead you to blame others for your circumstances in life. You think you've trust somebody with your future, with your livelihood. You've, you've planned this whole life ahead of you and somebody really lets you down. Ah, 
you're going to be disappointed somewhere along the way. And it's a natural inclination to blame the person that you think is responsible or the circumstance. It takes a lot of practice to dig in and have that chat with yourself to take some personal responsibility. And I actually heard a little story uh, today earlier about Adam and Eve, how Adam blamed Eve for, you know, giving him the apple and <laughs> Eve blamed the serpent, you know, the serpent made me do it. So this is not a new concept since the beginning of time. This has been going on. This is human nature. And that's why we're discussing it today, because it's really important to understand how we are all working and thinking and doing and living. Green says, what makes anger toxic is the degree to which is disconnected from reality. People channel their natural frustration into anger at some vague enemy or scapegoat. Yes, conjured up and spread by demigods. <laughs> I love that. Our imagination is so powerful. We can convince ourselves and make ourselves angry about something. It's not even true. We just make up stories. Hey, imagination is for good and for bad. The idea here is to use that energy instead to push yourself forward by letting it breathe life into your work. Get angry, but channel it for good. So how do you do this? Well, tip number one, be ambitious. Do you want to succeed? Of course you do. You have it in you. Do you want your children to succeed? Well, of course you do. Absolutely. And, you know, I, I relate this to maintaining a childlike curiosity. If you can't figure out where to start, watch your children. Watch what they do. Oh, that imagination, it just keeps flowing. And children have no fear in asking for what they want. They're not afraid of hearing no. They, and sometimes they'll just take what they want, won't they? Take what you want instead of what's given to you. Take it. You need to reignite your ambition. You don't need to step on other people to do so, though. You don't. There's enough in this world to go around. There really is. And I think that's where fear lies a lot for people because there's a bit of uh, stigmatism attached to ambition. You know, oh, he's a hard one. Ah, she's, 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 a, she's a driven woman, that one. Oh, watch out for her. You don't have to step on others to get there, and you don't have to flaunt it. You don't. Green says if you embrace that child as part of you, revisit your earliest ambitions, and adapt them to your current reality. Make them specific as possible. This is where the book really gets interesting because the more clearly you see what you want, the more likely you are to realize it. Your ambitions may involve challenges, but they should not be so far above your capacity 
that you set yourself up for failure. Once your goal is realized, however long that takes, you now turn to a new ambition, a new project, because then you feel tremendous satisfaction that if you've reached the last one, you do not stop this upward process. Nowhere to go but up. There's nowhere to go but up. And you build momentum. And with each success, with each threshold, and with each goal that's achieved, you're like, wow, I didn't melt. I can do this. This is amazing. The key is to have the desire, the level of desire and aggressive energy you put into each ambitious project. Aggressive energy that gives you energy, not the evil type. You don't infect yourself with other people's doubts or insults or guilt. You're now in harmony. You're in harmony with nature and then you will be amply rewarded because you're doing the work. You're showing up every day. You have the ambition and you keep moving forward every step of the way. Next is persistence. And you've probably heard me before quote Augmandino in the past on persisting until you succeed. But he also has another saying that I really like. And he says, failure will never overtake me if my determination to succeed is strong enough. This is when you have to let go of doubting yourself and remind yourself who you are. Remind yourself you do not surrender to somebody else or because society thinks otherwise. You're not too old. You're not too short. You're not too poor. The only person that knows absolutely everything about you is you. And remember that. You think people are judging you and <laughs> you reach a point where, wow, actually nobody was thinking about me. Why didn't I just pursue my dreams? Why didn't I just persist? Remember that. Green gives an excellent example of this in his book about Marie Curie. She persisted until she discovered radium. It changed the world, didn't it? Almost nothing in the world can resist persistent human energy. You must continue even when others give up. This is where aggressive energy, not anger, gives you laser focus. He says the trick is to want something badly enough that it will not stop you or dull your energy. You know, just what drives you? Want it badly enough that nothing will stop you and it only drives your energy. Fill yourself with the requisite desire to reach your goal. Train yourself not to give up easily as you did in the past and keep attacking attacking from new angles and new ways, trying new ways of doing things. You know, so many people are say, oh, you can't hit a target with your eyes closed. So true. I believe that was Paulo Coelho. But you have to keep trying to hit that target. And sometimes you have to change directions in order to do it. Don't have your eyes closed. Find the target, reach the target, and persist. Drop those background drop doubts, you know, like you have to continue full on 
full on, knowing that you can break through anything, break through any barrier if you don't let up. Obstacles are not in your way. You go up, you go around, you go under, you break them down. Persist, because once you sense power in this form of attack, you will keep returning to it. And I really try and harness this in myself. Just really dig into a project. I'm all in. I'm all in. There's no looking back. There's a reason that rear view mirror is small. Where you're going is in front of you, not behind you. Okay, so the third secret sauce ingredient is fearlessness. Fearlessness. And you're going to love how this all... <laughs> it's all encompassing. So like hang in here, hang in here until the end. This is fascinating. The pent up energy, the fearlessness is what keeps you moving forward. This takes mental fitness. You need to train yourself to be bold, to be the advocate. You need to speak out and not, not let people walk all over you. No. This, this is something you can work on every day. This also is something that does not happen overnight. You became the way you are over time. So over time, you're transforming and you work at it daily. Just try something a little new, something you've been afraid to do, and then see what happens. You will not melt like the Wicked Witch of the West. You will become stronger. And by exercising your mental capacity, that's how it happens. If you're dealing with someone who's very insensitive, for example, by standing up to them, Green says, hmm, you will realize you actually have less fear than you imagined. By standing up to them, you may even gain some respect, not only from them, but from yourself. You have to respect yourself. Try it out a little bit at a time. Act the part until it becomes natural. He goes on to say that once you lose your fear in these less dramatic encounters, you can start to ramp it up. And you don't need to be mean to do this. You need to be bold, brave, fearless. That's why I call it mental fitness, because you're exercising your mental capacity daily. Just like building a body muscle, you have to tear it down to build it up. So tear down your mental fitness and build it up. You can make greater and higher demands on people to treat you better. Insist on it. Insist on it. You do this not by complaining, not by being defensive, not by getting your back up. You do this by developing that muscle. That's patience over time. And you will gain the confidence to stare adversity in the face and live life with a fearless attitude. Like, who do they think they are? You can even put a little smile on your face when somebody is trying to bemoan you, demean you. No, 
do not give them permission to do so. And I did an entire episode on being fearless on just this one of the three tips. So I'll link it in the episode notes along with the other episodes with covers every chapter of, of this book. And it's oh so, so worth your time, I tell you. So today I focused on how you can use the law of aggression for your self-empowerment. What I didn't discuss is all the signs that you need to watch for in others to measure their aggression. How are they treating others? How are they treating you? And if they're hostile, or are they ambitious? If they're hostile, they're not they're not for you. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so remind yourself to stay aware as you begin to exercise your mental fitness by working on being fearless. And as you persist until you succeed, you keep going and you have a new goal and a new goal and a new goal. And it keeps you young, keeps you spirited. It keeps you alive. And I really don't, I hope I don't have to remind you, but please share this with your children. Instill this in your children, regardless of their age. It's, it's never too late. Teach them to continue to persist until they succeed and then they can reach the next level. It takes time. And the third tip that I started with was to remind yourself that ambition is good. It's a good superpower to have. There is enough in this world for all of us to succeed without having to step on others in order to get to the top. Remember, it's crowded at the bottom. It's not crowded at the top. No reason. No reason you can't be up there. See yourself as a success that you are. Visualization is not a new concept, but it does take work. Use your imagination, dream of your highest self, and live an inspired life. <laughs>